Morning everyone, how are we doing? So if you've been following this channel for any length of time, you know we do these daily financial reviews. This one's about a half hour later than normal uh, because I wanted to dive into really a market moving number that was reported today that really goes to really the core of what we do on this channel, right? Trying to track what's going on with the consumer and then try to track what's going on with the cost of capital because again, as real estate investors, those are things that are important to us and hence the importance of tracking them. So big news today, got a really nasty number uh, reported on the ISM. It's basically the manufacturing survey. It's reported once a month. Uh, it, the, re the reading at 50 and above means it's growing. And if it's below 50, like 49.9 and below, it's contracting. And we reported 47.8. Um, on an expectation of 50.2 if memory serves. So we missed, we missed pretty bad, right? These are monthly numbers. To, so to see a swing of that magnitude is, uh, I won't say unheard of, but let's say unusual. Uh, so clearly manufacturing is in trouble and clearly, um, you know, we, we are gonna have to pay attention to this as real estate investors. Uh, one of the things that I recorded this video a little late for was because I wanted to see the reaction. Uh, I believed, uh, you know, the powers that be would be sending out tweets, if you will, and blaming this or that. And uh, as expected, uh, very quickly came out some tweets basically blaming the Fed, uh, the Fed for this, the Fed should be at zero, you know, just all this, you know, waving of hands, uh, where in reality, the manufacturing number, even if the Fed rates were zero, that's really not going to have an impact on manufacturing, at least not at the, maybe at the very edges or the margins, but it's not going to affect the ISM number in that magnitude. What is impacting the manufacturing number is the trade war. We have essentially made our goods more expensive. In addition to that, the other thing that is going on that nobody is talking about is our dollar is strong in a world economy that is faltering. So again, our stuff looks expensive, right? At least on a comparison basis. Plus, let's not forget, there's a lot of countries, ours included, that are becoming more insular, right? Trying to keep stuff in-house as opposed to having, you know, good trade relationships with our partners. So all of this, all of it, is contributing to some extremely weak manufacturing. You know, I don't know uh, what the UAW strike would have on to do with this. Probably nothing yet, but sh it certainly will impact September uh, because, you know, there's a lot of jobs being out on strike right now with GM. But more importantly, it's not GM specifically. It's the ripple effect across the central, right? If you go back and watch the uh, videos uh, in this series, we talk about the strike. Hey, if it lasts a couple of days, right, the employees have the strength. But if it gets to weeks, which we are now at, the company has the power. So uh, the individuals on strike just started getting strike pay, which is $250 a week. I, un I understand that living in the central of the, the U.S. is um, cheaper than the Bay Area. However, I don't think it's that cheap. And the longer this goes on, they're going to have to find something to do. Pe too many people have paycheck to paycheck, and I see no reason to believe that this isn't true there. Some people are really, really going to start to be hurt. And it's not, again, only the people at GM. 
it's the ripple effect. It's all the suppliers. It's the people who make the seats and the windows and the radios and I don't know whatever else goes into a car. Um, this is going to get this is going to get bad, and and it's very likely that the center of the U.S., where a lot of our manufacturing is, is it's going to be in a protracted pain the longer this goes on. And I still predict if this goes on, probably another two or three weeks, the the executive branch will get involved and help mediate something if if possible. Uh, so that's that's interesting. That was a really bad number today, and really just goes to show, um, I guess what I feared for a while now, and that is is so first off, business investment has been weak. We can t we've talked about that a lot on this channel. Manufacturing is weak. So what is going to happen next? Next is layoffs. Unemployment is going to rise. Uh, and then unemployment rising is going to be that shock to the consumers, and then they're going to start to retrench, and we could be in for one heck of a protracted recession as that kind of spirals, kind of feeding on itself. So, so do what you can to protect yourself. I've, I've, I'm coaching you now. If you're in a job that you're you're working on some kind of project that's not generating revenue today or something like that, it's it might be time to get off that. Uh, even though it might be exciting and fun, you could just, I've been, I've had to cut jobs before and those are the areas that you look for. So, so protect yourself, right? Make sure you're secure in your job uh, because it could get interesting as we head into 2020. The next thing that I found very interesting and disappointing is there are some politicians uh, running for our highest office that think the right answer is not only to blame the rich, uh, which we've done a couple of times on now, uh, but now they're starting to attack technology companies. And there's a specific uh, individual running that wants to break apart Facebook just because, right? Uh, and I think that's, um, I think people are just saying things to get attention and not really going after real problems. And that's that's both disappointing to the people watching it, but also disappointing to the people that think we're that foolish. Uh, so that's, um, that's frightening to see what these individuals are just throwing out there. Uh, another one that I read this morning uh, is it looks like 25% of millennials are hiding some financial thing from their significant other. Uh, that's going to be student loan debt. That's going to be credit card debt. That's going to be something. Uh, and if you follow the one rental at a time journey, you know that I believe you have to be on board with your significant other 100%. Uh, so I do not coach talk about hiding anything. Uh, especially if you're going to do real estate investing, bad things happen. Uh, bad things don't get better with time. So make sure you communicate. Get on the same page. If you have a credit card that he or she doesn't know about, share it. Get it on the table. You need to work together. Uh, if you're going to hide financial stuff, um, you know what else? What else is going to be hidden? Not not something that I would recommend. Another one uh, is this whole repo uh, thing where the Fed is having to inject overnight liquidity into the market to the tune of $75 billion. Um, I'm not nervous yet. I do. Th I just read something from the New York Fed basically saying that they, uh, um, they're on top of it, but they also miscalculated what's needed. That doesn't make me feel good at all, right? This is one of the most important uh, Fed governors and, and just sort of admit that they missed something. That, I mean, I didn't even hear anything like that in 2008, and, and to hear something like that in 2019 is a little bit scary, so uh, that's interesting. Uh, and then the last one is this retail apocalypse. Uh, you know, Forever 21 uh, just went, uh, just declared bankruptcy, going to be closing lots of stores. Lots of other retailers went out this, this week. I've already forgot their names. But the mall is getting decimated. Um, 
you know, we're shopping online more and all of that as we know, but, um, you know, it's, it's, these are just jobs, right? These again are jobs that, you know, I had a job at a mall when I was younger. And if, if this just feeds on itself, um, we could really be impacting the consumer and consumer confidence kind of at the low end. So this, this is all, all important stuff to, to follow. Uh, I do think the manufacturing number that we've started this show with does mean another rate cut is coming. And I actually think it'll be a half. Uh, I think they're going to want to get ahead of this, right, if manufacturing is that slow. Uh, so I expect them to cut a half. I'll say that now. We'll see how I do in a, a couple of weeks. Uh, but that'll be interesting. So in the end, um, I, think the, I, think, I think the signs are showing the economy is, is slowing. Um, I, think, I think the thing that is still standing up is the consumer. Uh, I do know we had one negative reading that we talked about about two weeks ago from the consumer. But it's, um, I think it's here. Uh, so it's um, you know, time to pay attention. I think the cost of capital is going to go down. Uh, I think owner-occupants are going to get scared and nervous over time. And I, think, I honestly think 2020 is going to be a great time to be a real estate investor. Because as competition wanes, cost of capital goes down, you have options. And you don't feel like you have to make a rushed decision. So... I'm looking forward to 2020 and, and what is out there. So thanks for watching. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Take care.